0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Dumpster Diving, (laughs) where we, we sift through the pop culture detritus and look for something good and rarely find it.
1: Yeah, today is a great example of not finding it. Yep. Oh, uh, my wife is actually right next to me. Uh, do you want to say hi, my dear?
0: Hi. Hi. Oh, oh, you met her. Okay.
1: What? <laughs> yes. Have you, have you met her
0: before? I thought you were talking to me. Yeah, we've met a couple times. <laughs> That's a shout out to uh, someone that doesn't listen to this show, I'm sure. I would hope not. And uh,
1: I don't really care for that person.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, very kinky hair. Um,
1: <laughs> Whoa, that's that's a weird way to describe someone.
0: I, I think your uh, your dad had, had, had
1: a very specific description.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true. Um. So anyway, oh, I, oh, your dad's made both episodes so far, good for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, you in the ground, dude.
1: Um. Uh, Anyway, so
0: um, this is not
1: going to be on that game because you already know the answer.
0: This, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hardcore gay. Um, this uh, <laughs> for some reason. This, um, this this episode, we're talking about uh, Buff Buff Buffregard. Is that her full name? Buffregard, the vampire slayer. I I, I have no idea.
1: I, I, it never occurred to me that her name isn't Buffy. I guess it could be short for something.
0: Um, I think it's, um, what's the name that starts with B? Barbara. I think it's Barbara. I It's Barbara the guess, Vampire Slayer, but they call her Buffy for short. That's fair. It's Christy Swanson, not Nicole Eggert in the, uh, in the movie. I know that.
1: Yeah. I, I think it was a big deal when it came out because, uh, Paul Rubens like made a cameo in it, but I've, I've never actually seen that. And is isn't Luke Perry in there in some way. Is he like the protagonist? I don't know.
0: Uh well he yeah he's the love interest or whatever.
1: Well no he's the guy so he's clearly the. the <laughs> <I'm ready> for.
0: <laughs> but uh, my wife a, a woman protagonist. My wife <laughs> what next Isn't thing you, like ne- there's, there's gonna be a different word for that. Next thing uh, next thing you'll tell me is that Asians are allowed to be in movies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they
1: they are I looked it up for Rick
0: right. But uh, anyway, so my wife loves this show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and my wife... Oh, Justin updated me. I'm not drinking anymore. more news.
1: Uh, I switched to whiskey.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> you switched from nothing to whiskey.
1: Well, I had those corditas, and it's a very, uh, it's a very steep slope.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, so she really likes this show. She watched this episode with me, and, and she didn't really remember it. And at the end of the episode, she goes, yeah, that was a really terrible episode of the show. So even her, a super fan, was like, yeah, this is not a good episode.
1: I'm not familiar at all with the show, but I think it does have like a monster of the week slash like a, a running through line of what's happening sort of scenario. Is that correct?
0: Uh, that makes sense to me. Despite her prodding, I've only seen actually like two episodes of the show. But uh, yeah, based on the two episodes I've seen or three episodes now, the three episodes I've seen that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, apparently, Seth Green was in this show. I didn't even realize. Uh, I think I,
1: I, I, I'm kind of aware of this uh, a little bit, and mostly it's because of uh, my favorite moment in the show, which came very early, is the uh, themes.
0: Yes, the theme the, theme song. the
1: Vampire Slayer theme song is played by one of my. I'd say it's going to be one of my top five, if not top three, favorite bands on Nerf. Yeah. It's a really cool kick-ass theme song. I, I did watch an episode of this before a long time ago, and it was just because uh Nerf Herder was in the episode. Oh, okay. I was, like, the episodes. Then they made like a comment, like, Oh, if these guys are, you know, playing here, it must be the end of the world. And you know, everyone laughed so hard, probably.
0: <laughs> they laughed so hard they busted a gut literally.
1: You know that fucking uh, wordsmith Joss Wheaton.
0: Right. My my wife says that they, they feature many bands in the show because there's a point in the show where where uh, Seth Green, who apparently is a werewolf, although we never get to see it, and Allison Hannigan from uh, How Do I Know If I'm Really In Love? <laughs> or how I Met Your Mother. The or when...
1: <laughs> American Pie movies. She's on a pen bullshit. I, I think she's very attractive. I My wife, uh, I mentioned this to her. She doesn't understand it, but I, I've always found her cute. But I don't like the way she speaks. Like It's almost like an American Pie. Like, oh, and then I saw a werewolf, and the werewolf. Like, <laughs> right. That annoys me so much.
0: But anyway, they go to a thing. At the little club or whatever, and there's a band singing there. The lead singer of the band's name is Veruca. And if 1997 was a person, <laughs> that's what this—that's <laughs> what this lead singer would be. She, you know, she's got yes.
1: The... If Beverly Hills 90210 and a callback to one of your other 500 shows you do. <laughs> right. um, if, if the Beverly Hills 90210 had stayed on the air and was super current, she would be a character on that show. Absolutely,
0: uh, but she's making. She's making eyes at uh, Seth Green for some reason. I don't know. He looks like a midget even in. The- she, has, she has a leprechaun fetish. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, there has never been a human being more perfectly suited to play a leprechaun. <laughs> oh God, he's even got the ears for it. Um, but the main plot of the show, I guess, but he's the world's least threatening werewolf. Yeah. For seriously, the main plot of the show, I guess, is that. Buffy had sex with this some dude named Parker, and she's trying to get over it, and there's these guys that, there's these Goodwill Hunting guys.
1: I don't know if they're actual frat boys, but they definitely have the same, you know, kind of like character.
0: Yeah, and they're there's certainly they like like, oh, just talk about inherited wealth and all this shit, geopolitical. It's it's so obviously inspired by Goodwill Hunting, because I I think it came out around the same time.
1: Um, uh, and one of them, as you mentioned uh, earlier, was was is played by Cal Penn. One of his earlier roles, it must be. I, I don't yeah. know. The first thing I saw in was
0: Harold Kumar. Yeah, he looks super young. He played Kumar. Yeah, he did. That's true. <laughs> but he uh yeah, he's he's part of it too, and they're all like drinking beer, Black Forest beer, because that's the best beer or whatever. Um and Buffy decides that she's going to to drink with them. <laughs> And this beer has some sort of weird effect on Which them. Which is a story
1: that sounds like the beginning of a testimony in a courtroom. Yes. So there it was for five guys drinking beer. <laughs>
0: they, they, it's, this whole thing is, is super weird.
1: Um, Not that I'm blaming the uh, woman in this case.
0: Right. But this whole thing is super weird because she goes and drinks beer with them. The next day, she's clearly dumber. She's sitting at the TV and she's like, oh, people shiny, you know, whatever. And they just chalk it up to a hangover, which I've never seen a hangover make someone's IQ plummet. But
1: oh my god, I think I've had a couple of those. Um, and then... Like this one time I had a hangover, it was like someone had like jabbed a very slender blade directly into my forehead, like oh yeah. a few inches. It, I couldn't. It was the worst thing ever. And then I drink some Sunny Delight and good to
0: go. <laughs> There's so little action in this episode that we have to have two dream sequences that are back-to-back that are the exact same sequence. They just reuse the footage. like back Yeah, to- and, and if I'm being
1: perfectly honest with you, I was not paying a lot of attention to this episode. It did not captivate me in any way. Uh, There's a lot of snippets I saw mm-hmm. and some very dumb... Uh, oh, go ahead. I'll explain what I hated about the the parts I paid attention to.
0: But it's it's edited together really weird so like they're drinking this beer like i said to my wife at one point i'm like it'd be cool if something happened (laughs) this episode because we were like like i don't know like 15 minutes into the 45 minute episode nothing's really going on except for buffy saying like oh i wish that parker would want to date me but now he wants to fuck some other girl after having a one night stand with me uh, and it's like, yeah, it's college, Buffy. Get over it. Um, and
1: there was a there was a funny, like not funny, but I was uh, kind of surprised it was so risque. Like uh, when she like met her friends after drinking with the guys, she's like, oh, it wasn't a group sex type situation or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, she. It's a. It's one of those hilarious misunderstandings where she's like, Buffy's like, yeah, you know, I I drank a bunch of beer with these five guys, and then like it makes. I don't remember exactly what she says, but it makes it sound like maybe she went home with them, and. She's like, yeah,
1: so her friend briefly thinks she had a gig thing last night.
0: Yeah, and she's like, Oh, ow. <laughs> she goes, Are you <laughs> are you sore or something? She says. <laughs> and then and then she's like going Buffy's going through what happened in the night, and she's like, and then that's when the group sex happened. And she goes, uh she goes, What? No. <laughs> um but yeah, that was the one part that I thought was pretty funny. But yeah. um then we get a, a, a like a, a small snippet of a guy uh, mixing these chemicals together in, like, <laughs> this elaborate, you could would only see it on TV, like, chemistry set set up, where, like, every two... I don't think ch-
1: the Breaking Bad chemistry set was this elaborate. Yeah, it's
0: so dumb. And, like, so it's it's dripping out this little, uh, this little enzyme or whatever into the beer. And, by the way, they can't be the only people drinking this beer, but, we, but they're the only ones that we see affected by it.
1: Um, her yeah, it looks like a very professional operation with the packaging alone. Yeah, her, her. I don't stu- think they're making it for one bar.
0: Her stupid friend Xander uh, is working at this bar, and the the Bart's the guy that owns the bartender, or the bartender that owns the place or whatever. Um, <laughs>
1: at some, Actually, point- I just realize I'm 100 incorrect on what I just said.
0: Why? What, what? What were you? Wrong because
1: it is because it is being made by this one bartender yes. slash owner guy because he knows a warlock.
0: Yeah, that's which, that's I what I was gonna bring up. He just casually says, "My brother-in-law is a warlock," or something like. How many? Yeah. Do, do, is is this a world where people just know vampires and shit exist? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, is it just a small circle of friends, who are like almost like? Do you ever watch True Blood?
0: Uh, I've seen a couple episodes of that too, but I don't know why, much. but
1: that seems like a show Carol would really like,
0: I think she liked it. She likes a lot of vampire stuff. Yeah. But in
1: that, they're all aware that like the supernatural exists. I mean, is that what's happening in here? I really don't. Is it like a Dresden, like, you know, that, uh, detective series thing. I, I have no idea.
0: I get the impression that it's a secret. That's what I th- would think. But who knows? I don't know. I'd have to ask Carol about that. I guess. But, also, uh, I, I want to mention here that I
1: hate the vampires in this. Like, they just have like a w- really dumb-looking face when they're a vampire. Yes. Well, it's like the worst depiction of a vampire I've
0: ever seen. Why do they have a different face? Well, I don't think they're they're. So, if you're talking about the frat guys, they're not actually. Talking no, no, no. no. I'm, not, I'm not talking about them. I think earlier when she's
1: fighting, oh, you know, yeah. girl, one of her multiple dream sequences.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't get that either. They do look super weird. But uh,
1: so we be- really should have had uh, Carol on here to defend, uh, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because we know that someone needs to defend a uh, famous franchise. Right, uh
0: Christian, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. How? How? What pansies of us? Uh, <laughs> I love that word, pansy. Yeah, Mark, pansy. What are you, a mangina? <laughs>
1: Even worse, he's uh, a pansy.
0: I'm pro- I'm surprised he didn't call me a cuck or something like that.
1: Well, good for him, I guess that he didn't say that.
0: But anyway, so
1: um this That's like another layer of dumb. It's like a deeper layer of stupidity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but so w- this this whatever he's putting into this beer, uh that he's mixing in a chemistry set but is also like I guess blessed by a warlock, I don't know. Um it's turning people into cavemen. Uh they have a They have a conversation in their psychology class at the beginning that I think is supposed to tie in where the professor's like, Oh, it's the id and the id just wants whatever it wants and then it gets into conflict with the ego and by the way, the
1: id is not a different species of human being.
0: Right. But I think I think it's supposed to be like, Oh, they're they're only going by their id because they're turning into cavemen or whatever i don't know that, that's what they look like uh they drink this beer and they're like suddenly they transform and then they go up to xander i assume to uh ask him if he wants to save money by switching to geico because <laughs> that's 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 exactly what they look like to me is the geico caveman right Ah, uh, and that and that's as good as the as the makeup is on this. Yeah, and this guy's
1: like trying to rip them off because he he could tell that, this guy's the worst barkeep ever. Like he would probably have so many lawsuits. He's mm-hmm. like, "Well, you're really drunk. You better leave." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he tries to fool them out of money. I mean, what kind of a person uh, tricks somebody into overpaying for alcohol or right. something that they say is alcohol but actually isn't? <laughs> what a fucking douchebag.
0: Yeah, I agree. But uh, but anyway, so they. They they go out in the in the night and then they 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 see two women uh, walking down in a very in a scene that has not aged very well. They're on a college campus and they see two women uh, starting to walk and then they run after them as these women run away. Those women one hundred percent got raped that night. Yeah. It's awful. It's an awful looking scene. Um, well,
1: Joss Whedon uh, apparently is uh, kind of a repeat himself, so that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's what I've heard,
0: but uh, allegedly. But um,
1: so... Oh no, he actually apologized for it. Mm. Which makes it okay.
0: Yeah, because he's not a hypocrite. And that's the
1: worst <laughs> part. <laughs> the, the funny part about that, though, is people really do uh, concern themselves more with the hypocrisy than the actual, like,
0: yeah, that, I mean, that's, the, that's one of the brilliant parts of the joke. Which is, I mean,
1: yeah, it's weird, too, because, like, people, like, if it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I should have, you know, said all those things, I apologize. If they're sincere about it, and you can tell when they're sincere, generally, like, you know, people understand because, you know, I make mistakes. Yep. I mean, I don't uh, Louis C.K. lock women in rooms and whack off in front of them mistakes, <laughs> but I, you know...
0: I don't make the I don't mean, I don't for those mean,
1: mistakes. I, I don't mean like in that nature at all. Like not like the sexual harassment <laughs> mistakes. Not that I'm a perfect person, but I mean like when you make a mistake, you know people understand because everyone makes mistakes.
0: Sometimes I say, sometimes I say, for all intensive purposes, instead of for all intended purposes.
1: <laughs> that is a mistake. I mean, you should apologize. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's not quite as bad as, as locking women in a room and whacking off in front of them, but, you know, it's... Generally, again, it's such a weird...
1: Uh, okay, we're back to rape again. <laughs> Sorry.
0: It's such a weird thing. I mean, I, Let me I, tell I you think, about
1: 9-11. <laughs> yeah, and we got to mention AIDS at one point. Right, yep. We'll it all together. <laughs> the, the vampires are going they have AIDS real bad.
0: Right. Oh, would a vampire... If a vampire sucked blo- of the blood of someone that had AIDS... Well, I guess they're undead, so that it would be okay, huh?
1: Well, see, I think the the, the question is uh, how how completely do they suck the blood? Like, do they like mosquitoes, but a l- little bit? Back? You know, I have to right. say, I'm shocked that mosquitoes do not spread AIDS. I mean, how it must be a bigger quantity of blood, or how do they how do they not pass it on?
0: Yeah, that's. I remember in the 80s that was like a, wor- a worry that somebody brought up, but I mean, thank God they don't.
1: Well, I, I don't understand why they don't. Because do they spit up a little blood when they uh, take your blood?
0: Yeah, maybe they don't carry it, or like you said, like they can't carry it for some reason. Maybe it's too, too large. I don't know.
1: <laughs> maybe you, maybe you get like a bigger viral payload than what you're getting from the tiny bit they put in you.
0: Yeah, it's possible.
1: I, I want to. I, I need to look this up. I, I'm very curious about this because that seem. I don't understand how that works.
0: I don't either, but so. Uh, the, these dudes, they end up with the women that they raped, uh, (laughs) and, and Willow, uh, which is the girl from American Pie. Allison Hannigan. Yeah. And Parker, they, they end up with all of them together at this place where they start a fire. Even though earlier someone held up a lighter to them and they said fire bad but they were making a fire anyway, too. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I have to say right here, uh, as far as monsters go, the least scary monster is a fucking caveman. Right. <laughs> and another thing is, this isn't historically accurate, accurate, I don't think. I don't know about Cro-Magnon specifically, which they really do seem to like hone in on that specific iteration of mm-hmm. man. yeah. But in all honesty, Neanderthals, and I know that's an incorrect way to say it, but to say it correctly, you sound like a fucking douchebag,
0: right. Neanderthal,
1: fuck you. Right. I've heard Neanderthal my whole life, only like in the past like 10 years, tall. It's like, well, spell it that way.
0: Yeah, only Louis C.K. Would, <laughs> would lock people in a room and say Neanderthal.
1: Yeah, but I mean, some people think that they were actually more intelligent than uh, Homo sapiens. Mm-hmm. And if this was uh, Kevin Smith's movie, Homo would be like, what do you mean, Homo? And <laughs> we'd laugh a lot. But, uh, I mean, some people think that they may have been – they had larger heads and their brains were larger. I, I think what makes us especially intelligent is the connections between, you know, different parts of the brain. Yes. Whether or not they were they, – some people think they may have been more intelligent than us. So this is not accurate in that sense, which, you know, the average Buffy the Vampire Slayer is really, you know, concerned about. <laughs> But uh, I mean, it, which is weird because it almost implies that the reason that our our species is more successful is because we are more aggressive and violent, and that seems completely accurate to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, I honestly think the only reason we survive is or have survived is because, for much of our history, we've just been super aggressive and violent, and the ability to use tools and make weapons. That
0: yeah, which is a lot more thought. <laughs> <laughs> than the producers put into or the writers put into this episode. Uh, but they start a fire and then Buffy's able to fulfill her fantasy by saving this dude. Yeah, uh,
1: somewhere Phil Harmon was shuddering in his grave when they said fire or bad like 500
0: times. Oh, yeah. And then uh, she hits him on the head three times with this big log. Uh, basically she murders him <laughs> because there's, she that, him. there's no way that third time he didn't suffer a, uh, a cerebral hemorrhage. <laughs> he just got hit in the head three times with a blunt object, uh, in, in quick succession after inhaling, uh, you know, smoke.
1: And what's funny and tells you a little bit about this, uh, show slash, uh, the actress mm-hmm. is that Sarah Taylor, even though she drank as much beer, almost as these cro men, she didn't go through the makeup process. No, no, she didn't. I like, kind of tease it. Like you only saw the back of her head. She had like some crazy, like uh, braid or something, but she didn't put on this makeup where these guys probably had to sit through like eight hours for, for this fucking terrible ass makeup.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Poor, um, uh, Kumar had to, uh, <laughs> had to sit in the fucking chair for hours. He looks yeah, so young. He looks like a baby.
1: Yes. And I think, I, I like Cal Penny. He's interesting. He, you know, obviously left acting, which, mm-hmm. who would leave acting with? I mean, how hard do you have to struggle to be an actor you know, that, you know, people know and you, you know, you make a good amount of money at. Right. The Obama administration. And he left in the middle of house, which at some point we'll get to, I assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they killed this character off. I mean, I mean, he, I, I like people like that who are just who just don't give a fuck. They're just very interesting to me.
0: Yeah, I agree. He just did what he wanted to do, and uh, I mean, it's I'm easier
1: if you have like millions of dollars, but still, I mean, he's walking away from that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What's the? I can't remember now. Oh yeah, I was watching John Mulaney and Nick Kroll uh, do that that auto that whatever Wired autocomplete interview. Where it's like the laziest interview ever. They just whatever people Googled about them, um, so they don't have to come up with questions. And one of them was to to Nick Kroll, "Are you rich?" And um, he's like, he's like, "Well, not only uh, you know, do I act in a lot of uh, movies and TV shows and everything where I get a, a pretty good salary, but I also come from a wealthy family." <laughs> just the look at yeah, look at yeah. his face is hilarious. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I actually uh, I have a theory that that's why I don't think Nick Kroll, Kroll's that funny because he I don't think he ever really had to struggle that much.
0: No, not at all.
1: Yeah, he, his father I think owns like a investigative service, Kroll Investigations, which is like a very you know highly like you know touted um, multimillionaire type company. Mm-hmm. And John Mulaney, I think his father is like an attorney or like a ju- his mom and dad both, yeah. Yeah, in Chicago, so he's probably, you know, he probably also grew up in, I, I find, I think John Mulaney's kind of funny, I mean, some of the things he says, but I really hate his stupid, I, I don't know if it's intentional, I'm sure it's intentional, I hope for his wife's sake that it's intentional, his affect on his voice.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, The the like the North Atlantic accent, yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah, I mean, I understand as part of the concept of his comedy, but you know, I think he's kind of funny, Not. I wouldn't say he's like a top tier comedian, in my opinion.
0: You're not as big of a fan as I am of him.
1: No, I mean, I've, I've seen things he do, do. He does that I find funny. Like, I mean, the Law and Order thing is pretty funny. And he's talked about, like, how he was, like, giving a speech in front of uh, Bill Blasso and, like, Warren Michaels is there. I don't think uh, you heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think – he's not my favorite.
0: Well, he's not my favorite, but I, I like him a lot.
1: He's probably not my top ten either. I mean, but, I mean, I, I've watched the specials. I watched, actually – do you know who Bert Kreischer, You've mentioned him before, Burt Kreischer. I saw his most recent special. I don't think he's that funny. And after watching the most recent special, I uh, maintain that opinion.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I I saw that it was on Netflix and and like you, um, even you know even comedians that I'm not a big fan of, I'll I'll, I'll give them a shot and and watch sure. their special and 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 just like it, like you said, just kind of being like a student of comedy. It's it's interesting. Even to watch stuff that doesn't really, especially stand up. I mean, movies can be really painful, but uh, especially stand up. It's interesting to watch something that doesn't work and kind of figure out, like, oh, this is why this doesn't work.
1: Yeah, and what's even stranger to me is there's a large audience and they're all laughing pretty enthusiastically, but I mean, I, it just does nothing for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I usually, I haven't really found him funny in the past, but I, I am gonna watch it and see. And I feel that he like makes
1: things up or just exaggerates them, like his whole Russian train thing. I don't think that actually happened, oh, at least agree, not in the yeah. way he says.
0: I agree. And also, I don't know
1: if you heard his Anne Frank thing, like the flying dildos is what they call it. That uh-huh. also seems made up to me.
0: Yep. Yeah, I
1: agree. Also, Bert Kreischer, wealthy family. Wow.
0: Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think you got to struggle. You got to struggle at least a little bit.
1: Another comedian I don't think that's funny from a wealthy family, Chris Salia. Oh, yes. Yep, I agree with that, too. The one thing I like him on, and he was on Workaholics, he played a pedophile, which was hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, that, we should watch that as a – I mean, Workaholics are, is hit or miss to me. Mm-hmm. But that episode, it was called To to, to Watch a Predator, To Befriend a Predator. Okay. That's a funny fucking episode, and he's like a pedophile, and they go to the uh, penthouse penthouse instead of the the playboy mansion. Oh, God. Okay. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can pee on the floor there.
0: I've never, I've never actually seen an episode of that show, Workaholic, So I would definitely yep. be down for it.
1: Maybe we could watch that one after we watch the, you know, I love you, Justin Bateman joint. Right. But yeah, I'm sorry. Back to Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Um,
0: she murders go a guy and then the show
1: ends. Yeah, I'm gonna on a bit of a rant here. I always hear people praise Joss Whedon. I know you wrote on Roseanne. Roseanne's a show that I think is is very funny. My wife yes. is loves watches it all the time. Mm-hmm. Hilarious show. If you if you were looking for a vintage show that you know you've never watched, I think it still stands up today. Maybe not the last couple seasons, but it's very funny. Mm-hmm. I think Joss Whedon comes from like a family of like famous writers. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, his dad uh, wrote on. I want to say his dad wrote either on the I Smothers dad Brothers. Was British
1: or- Oh, maybe not.
0: I think he wrote on the Smothers Brothers, or like your Show of Shows, or something like that. He he wrote on one of the one of the like the classic um the classic uh, like variety shows of the day.
1: Yeah, and I, I I could be wrong, but I think his grandfather is British or something, and I think he also is a TV writer. So he's like a third okay. generation TV writer. If I'm not, I could be wrong. I think you're right. I always hear people praise him like, "Oh, look, it's Josh, I mean, He has a following. He did like you know Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't know if he did the did he do the movie as well? I had a yes, stuff. yeah, he did. Yeah, which I heard sucked. Um, he did Dollhouse. He did a lot of stuff. You know, Dollhouse is like obviously the worst example because who knows what that is? Did he do Firefly?
0: Yes, he did.
1: So he's done a lot of stuff that people really love. Everything I've watched of his, I think is terrible. It's not <laughs> good. It's not fun. But I mean, if even judging this episode of this one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer so bad every there's nothing there's nothing that makes me interested in the show at all I, I, every time i've seen an episode which i said has only been a couple this one and the nerf Herder one where they're in it they're so bad i don't, i don't get the obsessive following no offense to carol but i don't get why people like this show it does nothing for me it leaves me completely unaffected in any way and any good art should affect you in some way good or bad
0: right the one thing that i've seen him do that i really enjoyed cuz I've I've never seen the the Firefly or Serenity or whatever it's called, um, and I haven't seen Dollhouse. Uh, like I said, I've seen a couple episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I saw the. I know he
1: did. he do the Avengers too?
0: Oh, he did. Or he, or he yes. directed? Maybe he direct. Well, yeah, he didn't write it. Well, he, I, he probably wrote some of the jokes. Um, and there's a little, you know. One of the criticisms I have of that movie is there's a little of everyone's a little bit too clever. I think Joss Whedon falls into that. That um, yeah, that you know, trap, kind of
1: snappy snappy patter kind of thing, like almost like Aaron Sorkin. But I think Aaron Sorkin works, whereas yeah. I don't think Joss Whedon does work. Like Aaron Sorkin, like it's obviously like, like attempting a highbrow like level of mm-hmm. like a TV show, like you know, sports. What was what it called? Night? Sports night. Yeah, Sports Night, and obviously The West Wing. You know, Mm -hmm. just watch it. it, You might as well call it snappy pattern. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean it's clever writing. You know, the characters Mm -hmm. are intelligent, which is needed on TV because look at all these fucking dumbass sitcoms that are out there.
0: But the one thing I've watched of Joss Whedon's that I really liked was Cabin in the Woods.
1: See, I didn't like that.
0: Yeah, I know you didn't like it,
1: even though Chris Hemsworth was in (laughs) there. What do you think Danny DeVito would say if he was in a uh, cabin in the
0: woods?
1: <laughs> we are at that cabin in the woods. <clears throat> well, you know, we, that's get, bad, we, that's we,
0: we gotta get out of this camp. We gotta get that's more Matt Damon. We gotta get out of this cabin. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. I think I think you I
1: think that's her sentence, work with, we gotta get out of this cabin. <laughs> and then say Angela at
0: the end. <laughs> Angela. Mova. Tony Danza, that's not far off.
1: You, you do a good Tony Danza. Yeah. Tony Pony. Oh, that's 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 close. Angela. Oh, yeah. we're almost there. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta get out of this cabin, Angela. Try it. Danny DeVito. Go. Uh,
0: we gotta get out of this cabin, Angela. <laughs> that was that was perfect. That worked. <laughs>
1: We've got it. We've got the Danny DeVito.
0: Uh <laughs> Uh, well, that is uh, cabin in the woods. Uh, I mean, that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Can you do the rest in the Danny DeVito accent, please? So we'll see you. We'll see. You. We'll see you uh, next week. Uh, bye. See you next time.